0: Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Hello, welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. <laughs> What's going on? I hope that you are well, healthy, and safe with the madness going on out there. But as you tune in, we close that door to the outside world. And here we focus on love, compassion, and peace, of course. <laughs> so I want to say thank you for those of you tuning in shout out to England there's a lot of you tuning in from there so appreciate you I appreciate all of you you know I forgot to do our check-in last week (laughs) I'm sure you were so disappointed but let's just do it really quickly just to become present I do it to help you become more aware of self If you can, let's begin by closing your eyes. Place your hand on your heart. Soften your face, neck, and shoulders. And just arrive in this space by becoming present and aware. Just allow yourself to focus on your breath. and become curious about how you're feeling deep inside, away from the outer world. Keep breathing. Get real honest with yourself. Notice any emotion or feeling that you may have. Whatever that is, give it compassion, love, and gratitude for its ability to communicate with you. Now let's just take one last deep breath. And as you do this, place a smile on your face as you inhale. And as you exhale, I want you to smile even more. Thank you for participating in that for those of you who did that. So, (laughs) so when you smile, it tricks the brain into releasing dopamine and serotonin, which both spark happiness. Speaking of emotion, are you experiencing emotional numbness or lacking some kind of emotion? In today's podcast, we're going to find out what emotional blunting is, symptoms to look for, how it happens, and, of course, a solution to feeling alive and thriving again. Now, emotions are a universal experience that everyone, even animals, can relate to, right? But emotions can be quite complicated they can be deceiving at times because sometimes we can't understand or comprehend what they are or where they're coming from when they occur they just kind of come out of nowhere sometimes now emotions can be quite difficult for guys particularly since they're so distant from their emotions for some, it's like visiting a far, far away land and they have no idea how to speak that language. <laughs> right? Because of this, men frequently don't feel comfortable maybe revealing their most vulnerable sides to others. However, according to findings of a study, women are not after all, more emotional than men. Remember we kind of talked about this. Contrary to that commonly held gender stereotypical belief. In fact, even the fluctuations of emotions don't differ between the sexes, so having an emotional roller coaster of ups and downs happen to both men and women. Isn't it a lovely ride? <laughs> So, there are a few differences in the way that men and women express their emotion, right? Women are more likely than men to communicate their feelings verbally. But men are more likely to show their emotions through, say, gestures or actions. And I also think it's important to clarify something. Feelings and emotions, in a way, are siblings, but they are different from one another. An emotion is a state which it will occur as a result of the release of a neurotransmitter in the brain. And an emotion can be both conscious and unconscious in its manifestation. For example, you may be walking along and you hear a loud bang or a strange noise. And your limbic system may be activated, causing you to experience emotions of fear. The limbic system processes and regulates emotions and memories, etc. Now, in contrast, feelings are a condition of bodily sensations or an emotional response to something. A feeling can be conscious. It's the frontal lobe of the brain that's responsible for emotional expression, problem solving, and making decisions. And this is also where feelings arise. For example, if maybe you're walking along and you come across a homeless person searching for food in a garbage can, witnessing this may cause you to feel compassion for them. Now let's get on to emotional numbness or the emotional blunting. These are the shutting down of any feelings before they have a chance to escape. Some people use this phrase, emotional blunting, as a way to characterize a person's lack of emotional reactivity. People who suffer from emotional blunting maybe would describe it as an uncomfortable numbness rather than any feelings at all. It's likely that There is an imbalance of the three key hormones, serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, may trigger the effect of emotional blunting. There are numerous causes for the onset of emotional numbness. There is stress. There is trauma. There is distressing events. Just deeply painful experiences are all examples of emotional exhaustion. So it can occur for a variety of reasons, okay? Many individuals who are, say, anxious or depressed or stressed will report feeling emotionally numb at some point in their life. I think some people can relate to this. I know that this is what happened to me, and it was a very uncomfortable feeling. If you've been emotionally hurt numerous times or maybe experience some kind of an overwhelming loss or pain due to it could be the death of a loved one, divorce, or breakup. Regardless, everyone's sensitivity level is different. You might have experienced something the same as me, but maybe you took it harder than I did. Okay? Your mind will basically naturally become overwhelmed if you experience a succession of different emotions at the same time. When your brain determines it can no longer take any more of the distressing emotions, you emotionally shut down, of course. And it can also act as a coping mechanism, right? Closed-off emotions are an attempt to protect oneself from frightening, hazardous, or painful situations that we find ourselves in at the moment. Remember to be kind to yourself if you've been hurt or traumatized and now you feel emotionally numb. It's okay. Your brain was attempting to keep you safe. You were unable to feel any more agony. As long as you've been emotionally numb, you're not going to be able to experience the joys and sorrows of life some symptoms look like this you've had no emotion it's the strangest sensation in the world and things that used to make you feel some particular way no longer do it's almost as if you're hollow inside you're unmoved by life's experiences Some exciting event taking place and you don't feel anything. It's very distressing. It's almost like you lost part of your soul. I hated this. It's possible that you'll come across as emotionally unavailable to others. There's a decrease in libido. There might be uh, difficulties in communicating with others. And that inability... To establish and sustain meaningful social connections. Having trouble feeling love or compassion for oneself or other people. You feel completely detached from the rest of the world. From loved ones. As if everything lacks life. It might seem as if you're still experiencing emotions. Or at least part of them. But you're no longer able to physically feel them in your body or your brain the way that you used to. You may have a desire to avoid people, locations, and other things. You lack interest in anything, especially the things that you know you should be interested in. Your emotions seem to be gone as if nothing can evoke a strong response from you. And depending on the severity, this Symptom may influence a single emotion or maybe a wide range of them or none at all. So some people might feel nothing for one sort of emotion and something for another, although this doesn't really happen often to everyone. So even if you might no longer feel happy or content, you may still feel depressed and angry. So it's possible You still experience pleasure and love, but without the accompanying chemical surge, right? So emotional blunting is not really recognized as a mental health disorder. Instead, it's usually a sign of a more serious underlying medical or mental condition. Okay. Now, emotional numbness is usually a symptom of depression, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, even substance abuse. Those who drink alcohol, drugs, that sort of thing. So basically what's happening here is that we're building something called the heart wall. Okay? This is very lethal. This can be very dangerous because what we're doing is holding those emotions whether consciously or not, captive, trapped in our chest, in our body. And even though you might not be feeling anything, hence the numbness, meanwhile, it's diminishing your immune system. It's poisoning your body and your organs. So when I experienced this and I had that heart wall up, it started showing up as an illness in my body heart issues, muscle spasms, my nerves, stomach issues. My nervous system was completely out of whack. So just because you don't feel anything, I want you to know there's so much inside. Trust me. You're not empty. You're extremely full of experiences, pain, trauma, Rejection, regret, guilt, shame, pride, embarrassment, worry, anxiety, fear, anger, sadness. And that's all screaming to get out of that environment that we keep them trapped in. In the dark, but you know what else that you have in there? You have love, admiration, joy, gratitude, amusement, hope, forgiveness, abundance, sexual desire, confidence, compassion, empowerment, freedom, generosity excitement, fascination, the list goes on. Life can hit really freaking hard, really unfairly, I get it. But it's time to live again. It's time to feel again, to experience life in vibrant colors. See people putting their head in the sand through alcohol, through drugs, through work, to not feel, to keep that wall up. We hold on to things that we aren't meant to hold on to. And sometimes these obstacles in our life, regardless of what you've experienced, are often blessings in disguise, leading you to something better. I thought by holding all of this inside my wall that I was keeping myself safe. But in reality, it was doing the opposite. It was making me sick. It was killing me. This is why it's so important to to get the proper help and to move these energies outside of you. I guess you might be wondering how. How? How are you supposed to move forward? How are you supposed to knock this wall down after you've been through so much? You know, sometimes we get to the point where we just don't even care anymore about anything. And until we're willing to surrender and work on finding that inner peace, that wall will stay up for the rest of your life. And you deserve love. You are free the moment you choose to be free. And I'm speaking to you as a friend right now because I do care. I care about your well-being. Whoever and wherever you are, I wouldn't be here if I didn't. So what are your options? When you have time to be alone, first, don't be afraid. But prepare yourself yourself. Four breakdowns because you're gonna have breakthroughs, okay? When you can find a space in a room, I want you to put some soothing music on, ambient music, angelic music. Dim down the lights. Sit alone in the room with comfortable light clothing or I know this is going to sound weird to some of you but if you strip down completely naked when you do this you'll be even more vulnerable to express in that moment you'll feel more bare and more open you can either sit in a chair or sit Indian style Now place your hands on your chest and close your eyes and just listen to what your body wants. I understand depending on how long it's been for you this might take a few tries before you find some movement going on in your body. Okay? Talk to yourself gently and with compassion or you can stay silent Remember, spirit is in all of us. So if you sit quiet and long enough, that intuitive whisper will show up. That's different from the pathological critic that I've talked about in the past. If the critic shows up, you haven't fully dropped your energy down into your heart fully. You're still in your mind. You can also have a journal next to you if that helps. Now as you do this, if you're doing it correctly with that music being present, you will get emotional. This is what you want because this is when the breakthrough is happening. This is an amazing sign when emotion starts flowing through you. Now as you do this, things might start popping up, anger, sadness. I want you to take that emotion and visualize it as a wall in front of you. So with your eyes closed, you're going to visualize a wall. Now I want you to look at the wall and see what the wall is made out of. Is it stone, concrete? Plastic? Dirt? Wood? How thick is it? How thick is this emotional wall? Is it cold? Hot? Warm? Cool? What color is it? Does it move? Does it have an age? How long has it been there? Does it have cracks or imperfections? When you stare at this wall, what do you feel or hear? And finally, are you ready to move this wall? Now, once you do this, I want you to say these words out loud as you're visualizing this wall. Thank you for the purpose you served. You protected me for long enough but now I am so much stronger. I am able to protect and take care of myself as I slowly open my heart again. I want to feel love and freedom. And now it is safe for us to say goodbye. And so it is. Now, deep breathing through the nose and out the nose Expressing gratitude for the time you took with yourself. And if you can, add that smile. This is a great technique. Maybe I'll do a short guided meditation. As I know, some of you struggle with visualizing. There are other outlets like nature, of course. Go hug a tree, I promise. It'll make you feel a certain way by feeling the energy of that tree. Call me nuts, that's okay. You can paint, draw, write, write poetry, just write your feelings in a journal, exercising as well. But we got to be careful that we're not using these things as an outlet. It's really important to to be aware and self-reflect and have that time of solitude to listen. Now I offer, energy work, if you need a helping hand, please send me a message. My information is on the website, which is always in the description here. So, it's always important to to seek professional help to get the proper diagnosis. Of course, I am not a doctor, right? Definitely far from a doctor, but I, I am your friend, and I want you to live again and to feel again because it's really wonderful when you do. I wish you all the best. And like I said, look out for a meditation possibly over the next couple of days. I can't promise, but I will do my best. Thank you for tuning in and be well.